Kyoto Wellington. It's Tuesday, the 1st of August, and this is Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. It's B-Side Stories, stories of the people who make Wellington tick. I'm Laura, and today we're talking to Dylan Hutton and Anna Barker, stars of a new theater show about riding bikes in Wellington and having a sibling in your life. Long Ride Home will be at Te Awaha this week, so get your tickets now. And uh, welcome to the studio, Dylan and Anna. Kia ora. Thank you for having Kia us. Kia Laura. Hello. Thank you for coming. Um, we're just going to have a ranging conversation, but um, I wanted to give you a chance to start off with to say where you're from and how you came to be in Wellington. So, Anna, let's hear your story. Absolutely. So um, I grew up in Te Mata o Maui, Hawke's Bay, uh, and I moved down here to Wellington in 2018, the classic go to uni to study sort of thing. Um, yeah, I studied theatre and film at Vic and then finished a master's in theatre the start of last year. So yeah, I've been here ever since and have loved it ever since. Lovely. How about you, Dylan? Yeah, I'm from uh, Wakatu Nelson originally. Um, lived in Wellington for, oh, I think, seven years now. And same story, I came up for, for university. The, the big shining lights of, of Wellington were pretty pretty daunting coming from little Nelson. But, um, wow, I feel like I'm a big city slicker now. <laughs> what kind of study did you do? Uh, I majored in theatre and film. Yeah. Was yeah. it at Vic, like Anna? It sure was. Wow. You, you two were, twinsies. You were the year above me? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a great theatre department. I Same think they should keep us. Please. Please <laughs> oh, keep <dear>. it. <laughs> yeah, good idea. Um, that's cool. So you must have thought, hey, Wellington's a cool place to stay and do theatre arts. Was that... Is it a good place to stay and do theatre arts? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I find it is just, that's what attracted me here in the first place, is that for the longest time it's been like, oh, the creative capital. Perfect. That's where I want to go. Yeah. Is there's such a thriving, both traditional and I would say ex- like experimental art scene here that it, you just don't want to go away from that. It's got something for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I really love how Wellington has like a mixture in, in like its whole art scene and specifically theatre of mixture of like independent slash grassroots to also mm. like professional opportunities and things like that as well. So it's just like really cool to be um, amongst all of that and um, making independent art and then also seeing we get bigger stuff here as well and um, um, seeing how people progress through those channels in Wellington is really cool. Yep. Are there a lot of like people that you've seen, like kind of mentors in the, in the space that you can follow along and be like, oh, that's cool. They, I can see them going through those channels. I can see like people that I relate to and even that like have taught me or that I've worked with that like have cool things that I want to copy. Yeah. I mean, as part of my MFA, I did an internship and I did that under Sam Tippett and just seeing her progression from you know, she did the MFA as well, um, seeing her work in the theatre scene, and she's now moved over to Australia. But, yeah, to seeing her progression from moving here for uni, studying, doing the MFA, and getting work into that industry. I mean, she uh, introduced me even to stage management, whereas, you know, while I'm primarily an actor, I do get a lot of stage management work as well, and I just never would have found that if it wasn't for, you know, people like her. That's cool. Yeah, mine, I would say Anna Barker. Um <laughs> 
Oh, oh yeah, she, hero, um, hero to all. Yeah, she, she's a hero to all. She started out as a little, as a Hawks Bay girl, and now she works at um, Circa Theatre um, after doing her MFA, which is like really cool and super impressive. Um, <laughs> Got to bring a tear to my eye. Oh, get out of it. <laughs> Let's talk about Long Ride Home. Mm. Long Ride Home. What's it about? Do you want to just give me like the synopsis, Dylan? Yeah, so it is a two-handed theatre show um, starring Anna and myself, written by and directed by Jack McGee, who's an award-winning playwright. Um, hero to us all. Hero to us all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, that guy. Um, yeah, it's about two siblings who are riding bikes to a party, and they've not seen each other for a while and have got some catching up to do and talk about their past and their relationship with each other and their relationship with their surroundings, um, specifically Wellington. Wellington is actually like a pretty big part of this play. Mm. Um, and, yeah, so we are riding bikes on stage and you will see that it is Wellington because there are a lot of uphills that we have to <laughs> simulate riding bikes. <laughs> uh, that's so bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> Having bikes, like riding bikes as you're acting yeah. or mm. like telling the story, what's that like? Personally, I found it has been such a great challenge. I mean, yeah. both physically because I am now I'm fit. I wasn't at the start of this process, but now I am. <laughs> <laughs> but also a great challenge in terms of um, muscle memory for acting because I don't know if you find this, Dylan, but you know you'd walk. You might have an action that reminds you of your line coming up, whereas in this it is very much like we have to be very onto mm. it with our lines to remember. Okay, there's a hill here. And this leads into this uh, section of dialogue sort of thing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, we have blocking, like our movements in theatre. And it's just really funny and different because in this show, our blocking and movements are like changing gears on a bike mm. um, and stuff like that, which is which is really cool and, and interesting and different. And it's, it's fun for me because it's like a marriage of my two careers basically because I um I also ride bikes for a living as a tour guide (laughs) and do theatre so it's a it's a cool combination of that yeah oh you're a bike guy I'm a I'm a bike guy yeah you're a bike guy are you are you a bike rider outside of outside of your acting Anna uh I I dabble casually in it (laughs) (laughs) when when I was little my dad did the like cycle round like topo and I did the, like, kids bit where I joined him for the last 5K. Nice. And then I outed him for cheating on Sky TV. <laughs> and then you're like, my dad had a ride in the car. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Is it, that's what happened. Yeah. Well, it's because he came home to have a shower and then he started up again. And I was like, but mum gave him a ride up the hill. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry if you're listening to this, Dad. <laughs> Oh, so deep history of cycling, I can see, for your whole family. Um, okay, so you said something when you were talking about Long Ride Home. It was two-hand, two-hand theatre? Two, two, two-handed, just two by, hand- I mean, like, two, two actors, two, two characters. Actors. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's a, like, a way of describing yeah. having two actors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, cool. Have you done stuff like that before, Dylan? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, with this one, though, it's even, like, a bit more different and challenging because it, uh, it's a really dialogue-heavy show. Mm. Um, and it's really interesting. I think we simulate bike riding in a really interesting way, but um, in comparison to other shows that I've done, there's a bit, there's maybe more set or a bit more um, 
uh, like tech behind it, whereas this time it's really like based and anchored on the performances of mm. the two actors, which is us. So that is like quite a bit of quite a bit of pressure to deliver all of that, um, but also like the most fun part of it as well. Mm. It truly is really mm. stripped back, which is hard but great. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Cool. Have you worked together before, Anna and Dylan? Because it's quite you know you just you'd only have each other in this kind of. In this uh, production, yeah, yeah. So um, Dylan acted in my MFA project, ah. where yeah we performed on stage um, then. But we've really just been mates kind of since then. Yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, um, and we've done uh, a oh. classic theatre piece um, called Milk, which is an ongoing <laughs> theatre series uh, where we do improv shows and the audience throws water balloons at us. Mm. Um, yeah, I can see that look on your face. That's um, <laughs> exactly their reaction. Um, so, so we've been involved in that since the beginning, um, and that's where we performed. Uh, but yeah, we have performed together, and that's um, having us actually be like really good friends in real life, and then doing the show has been super helpful playing siblings um, because I think we depict really well like kind of a natural chemistry that siblings have with each other, mm. um, and can just like easily bounce off each other and, and when we're speaking and how we relate to each other and things like that. So um, I think that was a real advantage going into like a really kind of serious work like this. Mm. Yep. Do you do you have siblings, Anna? No, I'm an only child. You're an only child. Yeah, so this has been a great insight maybe into what it is like to have siblings. Um, and, but did you have some sort of personal experience that you were able to draw on and be like, oh, yeah, this is, this is how I'm going to take it into the performance and this is what I'm going to like use as a stand-in for a sibling? <laughs> I think, honestly, it would mostly be drawing on like close friendships I've had, but none really in particular. This has very much been a like background of the character in like right in the deep end because I, I don't know what it's like growing up with someone else, but me and my family, while we are very close, yeah, it's finding that what actually role does a sibling play? Are they more of a friend? Are they, yeah, are they kind of a parent? I, I don't know. <laughs> mm. That's what the show is all about. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm finding it out. <laughs> Do you have siblings, Dylan? Yeah, I've got a, I've got an older brother. He's two years older than me. Uh, than me. Um, shout out, shout out, Liam. Um, uh, it's like it's it's a very different scenario because this is like a brother sister relationship. And in this scenario, I'm the older brother on stage, whereas mm. I'm the younger brother in real life. So, um, man, it feels great. <laughs> um, finally. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, like, pull pull on a bit of that. Um, I think as siblings, you go through periods of, like, loving and hating each other, especially when you're children and things like that. Like, I've got some, I've got some pretty nasty memories of things my brother did to, like, um, <laughs> take the fun out of me. This is a little aside, but one time I broke my arm when I was a child and he didn't believe me. Oh um, so he just started punching my arm. No! Um, but that's what big brothers are for, right? <laughs> um, but, you know, he was also, like, a mentor to me in other ways as well. And, um, you know, you, you have, like, an unspoken bond with your with your siblings, how you, I don't know, you keep stuff from mum and dad. Like, this is just <laughs> yes. between us and we, you know, we look out for each other and things like that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Just like to say uh, for, for the process, uh, Dylan has not punched me in the arm to sort of give get that big brother energy out. <laughs> yeah, it's more emotional. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I see. That's probably for the best, Dylan. That's, yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> um, right. And you mentioned that Wellington is sort of like, 
a part of the show. Like they're like the writing is happening in Wellington. So is that is it like is it incidental that you're in Wellington, or is it just is it's only used for its hills? <laughs> <laughs> well, the hills are a metaphor. Um, <laughs> I figured as much. Yeah. Well, uh, our the playwright Jack McGee grew up. In Wellington, nice. um, and you know it's partly based on things that he's experienced and things like mm. that. It's really based in the sort of uh, suburbs like Nyor, Kandala, Churton Park. There's a bit of a Churton Park joke in there. Mm. Um, yeah, around that sort of I don't want to say the back area, but yeah, like oh, around there, yeah. the northern suburbs. Yeah, there we go. That's <laughs> that's how they're um, nicely called. Not the the back. Down the back. <laughs> back of Wellington. <laughs> the back of Wellington. Um, right. I, like, I was reflecting on how many TV shows, movies, things like performance, th- pieces of performance art that I've watched where, like, they often take place in a car or even in the back of a taxi. Mm-hmm. Like, the vehicle is, like, used as a set piece but this is the first thing I've ever heard of where, like, the bicycle is, like, coming in <laughs> to replace that. And, like, I wondered if you had any, like, reflections on that as, like, ooh, that's, like, quite a cool and a different way of, like, enclosing characters, like, because they're doing something totally different and something that you don't usually see. And it's mm. not, like, a contained experience. It's mm. sort of, like, t- a completely different thing that obviously a lot of people also can relate to. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Jack, who wrote the play, he is a he's a very keen biker. He's got an e-bike, bikes around a lot. Uh, but also, you know, there's something about bikes that are very freeing. And mm-hmm. like when you're a child and you get your first bike or you go for bike rides with your mate, it's like one of the first things where you really feel freedom and like a bit of independence. Um, and our characters are now like young adults and are reconnecting with each other and kind of reflecting on their on their past lives together. So it's like interesting framing them on their um, kind of childhood, um, riding their childhood bikes again and like, mm. um, which is kind of interesting to see, you know, them riding that and um, being adults. But it's also, like I said, it's a metaphor. There's uphills and there's downhills <laughs> and things like that. Yeah. I would also say it would really, like being on the bike would inform the way the dialogue not necessarily is delivered but the intention behind it because I guess if you're in like an enclosed space like a car or something you don't have environmental factors Mm. to consider at that same time whereas you know on a bike you have to navigate with traffic biking up those really high hills wind all that sort of thing that you know what you say in response to the other person might actually be a lot more raw than it meant it was meant Mm. to be or a bit more blunt than it is meant to be, as opposed yeah. to a place where you can actively sit and think in mm-hmm. it a bit more. Hmm. Lovely. I love <laughs> bikes. Um, <laughs> right. Uh, what is Squashco? So Squashco is an arts collective that me and some friends formed uh, in our last year of uni. Yes. We did a little in-class production. We did a 15-minute piece of uh, Harold Pinter, and then we're like, oh we all kind of really like working together. We should do this more. (laughs) And so, yeah, we've put on a couple of shows since then. We've just wrapped up our uh, six-part podcast series, which was called Night of the Silver Moon. That was kind of like a Teen Wolf Dawson's Creek parody, (laughs) which is so much fun. Um, Yeah, we've taught shows to Christchurch and stuff. So, yeah, we're finding our feet, like Dylan said earlier, very grassroots 
But yeah, we're really finding our footing this year, especially. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that is relevant because Squash Co is like the company, if that's the right word, or yeah. like the team behind our Long Ride Home. Yes, yeah, yeah. So we're doing, uh, yeah, Jack is a core member um, who, yeah, like Dylan said, is the director and writer. Yeah. Um, our operator, Phoebe, Cal- Phoebe Caldero, she is one of the core company members as well. And same with our sound designer, Esteban Jaramillo. Um, yeah. I'm just a contractor, <laughs> basically. Dylan, tag on. <laughs> Hang on. I know, yeah, but this is like the second show that I've done with Squash Co. And we've <laughs> oh, got is. another one that I'm involved with next year yeah. as well. Oh, so, wow. um, we've yeah. kind of got a joke that they, your characters sort of have flown on from one another. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> there you go. Well, they keep writing you in, Dylan, so yeah, that's good. That is good. Um, okay. So you do um, theatre performances. Do you do any other kind of like creative uh, work or you mentioned that you do like stage managing other stuff behind the scenes like I I guess I'm wondering about like uh, I have this perception that like people who are in performing arts they often have to be like jack of all trades they have to do everything they have to like do a little writing and do a little directing Mm. and do a little stage management (laughs) and like make roles for themselves and hustle it it in Wellington. Um, Do you have any side skills that you also use in in the creative arts space? (laughs) Oh, you're totally right about having so many different tools to your tool belt sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah, so I um, yeah primarily work as an actor, but I also work in, you know, doing uh, freelance gigs and stage management and publicity. All the different hats you can think of. <laughs> um, yeah, but I also work as a contractor currently for Circa Theatre, doing their uh, social media work and just aiding in some comms there. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess most people could say, yes, I'm an actor, director, writer, um, <laughs> producer, marketer. So I guess we just say I'm a, I am make theatre. Yeah. Because that's just what you say now. <laughs> that's um, what you've got to do, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I also co-produce and um, market my improv company that I founded, Pop Rocks, as well. We do regular um, improv shows around Pornikki. Um Yeah, I, I also work at a theatre. I work the front of house at Bats Theatre. Um, and these these skills and uh, that I've developed has also helped me get a job and work as a tour guide as well. So um, it's fun to put a bit of mm. of my theatrical experience into into doing that as well. Yeah, yeah. Is um, being a bicycle tour guide is it like doing improv theater? Um, <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> is it, or is it it's like actually more like up? scripted theater because yeah, I've yeah. Um, man, I've got it down, and it's like the. <laughs> It's a three-hour script. Um, it's people from all around the world, and it's really interesting talking to people, but often they only ask the same questions. So um, I've got those all preloaded back there, but every now and then you gotta you got to think on your feet. Yeah. yeah. I walked past him the other day when he was giving a guide uh, guided tour, and me and my other friend who was also there packing down some lighting, we were just sort of making faces. At Dylan. It felt really bad. It was but very yeah. distracting. <laughs> It was in the middle of my like really um, great rendition of the coupe story in front of the coupe statue on the yes. waterfront. <laughs> yes, love those stories. Um, that's great. Do you enjoy being having to do all the things? Being a being in theatre in Wellington, you think it's fun? Yeah, it's fun, but it's also like hard sometimes. Eh? So it must be so hard. Yeah, like when because we have to. A, a lot of people have to have other jobs mm. as well. Yep. Like, 
just to just to get by obviously um so it can be really hard and it can be really exhausting ultimately it's super rewarding and it's why we're doing it um but you know it'd be great if it didn't have to be that way like Mm -hmm. you know work five days a week and then we go and do like rehearsals four or five nights a week and shows and stuff like that and it's pretty exhausting but um we wouldn't be doing it if we if we didn't love it yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. that feeling of when the work is fully realized is just oh it's just magic and it makes it worthwhile yeah um so i want to hear a little bit more about pop rocks oh yes What's the deal? Um, who who is Pop Rocks, and what 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 is the format that you do? Where do you perform? Yeah, um, well, Pop Rocks started with me, myself, Dylan Hutton, and <laughs> a bunch of my like really cool and talented improviser friends who were from another company, and now um, we've formed our own professional company. And we're going like nearly two years strong, and we yeah we do um, cabaret style improv theatre around the city like our whole thing is that we didn't want to do improv in a theatre anymore it's stuff we've been doing for ages we wanted to shake things up and make it feel more like a late night comedy vibe uh, where it's really interactive and immersive and action is happening around you and with you rather than like at you from the other side of a dark room Um, so it's about creating like a really wonderful experience that you would go to at night like you're welcome to go up and get drinks from a bar every night um every show uh so we've done bars around town we've done the sprig and fern in berenpore we've done the roxy cinema in miramar um we did the bar space at siawaha um we've got another show coming up at the end of this month at a brand new venue um for us called whiskey and wood which is this really beautiful event space above the axe throwing place on on cambridge terrace so come for some improv stay for some axe throwing afterwards um sober i would say i would say just i don't have a drink before you throw the axes (laughs) drink after yeah Yeah, drink after yeah 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 yeah. um yeah in case you like you know cut your finger off but that's fine um that won't happen um yeah yeah that's what that's what we're all about uh we dress up in suits and things like that and and create stories with and around the audience and it's really fun and there's live improvised music and things like that cool Mm. so if you could choose would you fill your performing with improv theater or would you fill your performing time with um scripted performances like long ride home Ooh. Oh, yeah, that's, I mean... Or maybe the mix is, you know, that's well, all part of it. Well, I think first and foremost, I consider myself an actor, <laughs> a theatrical actor. So, like, the dream like, always was to be, like, a um, an actor on stage and in, in, in films and things like that. Yeah. So I guess that would be it. But also, I don't know, there's something about improv that just, like, tickles you in a way that nothing else will. Um I mean, it started from watching Whose Line Is It Anyway on TV, like, which yeah. is just like the best. Um, and it's just like the free, the freedom of it. When I'm doing improv, I think that's like the only time that I'm like truly not in my head and just like really living in the moment. And that's like something that is like super magical. Um, but yeah, I think I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. Have you done improv, Anna? 
Honestly, my first ever go at improv was being called in on the first milk when someone else couldn't do the show that night. Ah, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So my, my improv the, is heavily... This is the water balloon. Yeah. 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 She saw it and we were like, yeah, that's something I want to do, which I did not get. <laughs> oh, it, it is so much fun. Um, but yeah, I haven't actually done very much improv myself, mo- mostly just, yeah, either in the milk sense or in like a devising room, just coming up with a new offer to see if that, how we want that to inform the scene. Um, yeah, that is a very sort of uncharted territory for me. Something I'd love to continue exploring, but yeah, mm. <laughs> definitely not in the same sort of space as Dylan. In Yeah. <laughs> That's so cool, you guys. I'm going to, um, I'm going to ask you a last question. And then I'm going to give you a chance to, like, plug all the things. So, like, <laughs> say all the websites and hashtags and where to get the tickets yeah. for a long ride home and everything, all the good stuff. Um, but I like to finish interviews with a question about where, uh, where is your favorite place in Wellington? So, um, yeah, I wanted to ask that of you. So, Anna, what is your favorite place in Wellington? Oh, this is so hard to choose. It's really hard. I think you know that old sort of, I don't know if it was a hotel or a bar, and it's on um, Eau Parade. One day, me and my um, partner, we managed to find a way to sort of get to the roof of this uh, during the peak of summer, and just to watch the sunset go over the harbour on this beautiful hot summer's day just really makes you feel really grateful for where we live, where we exist, and yeah, I think I really, I think about that quite often. Wow! Wow, that's beautiful. Like the band Rotunda, like the Blue Water Bar and Grill. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, great. Beauty. (laughs) I can I can feel the warmth of the sun, and I can see the scene. Um, Yeah, one of my favorite viewpoints of Wellington is from around there. Mm. Dylan, um, man, I'd say the studio. Eh? It's great. Oh my god, <laughs> this place is awesome. Like hundred percent of the people in here are rad. So <laughs> like that. Um, oh, oh, that is also hard. Um, when I think of Wellington and a part of it that I enjoy, I think of beer and craft beer bars. <laughs> yes. So we're pretty close to some really good ones at the moment, like Fortune Favors and Whistling Sisters and Heyday. Um, and auto, um, uh, garage project around mm. the corner. So oh, it's, I'd say one of those. <laughs> yes. Sitting in the tap room. Are you, um, a craft beer person that will stand at the bar and be like, oh, can I have a taste of that? I know I need to taste <laughs> that one. That one. Was that one new? I'll have a taste of that. Do you have like six, seven, eight different tastes before you choose your pint? Yeah. Yeah. I think I do. And then like, sometimes that's all you need because the brew's so yeah. strong. <laughs> <laughs> How can people uh, learn more about Long Ride Home, get tickets, learn more about Squash Co and Pop Rocks, um, and, I don't know, follow you on Instagram if you want to <laughs> say, say that kind of thing. Um, Anna. Beautiful, yeah. So um, if you want to buy your tickets to Long Ride Home, you can just head to um, Te Awaha Events online or just via their social media, probably have a link there. Um, you can find out more about Squash Co. We are Squash Co Arts Collective on Facebook and at Squash Co AC on Instagram. Um, if you want to follow me, my Instagram is uh, Hey Look It's Anna with three O's. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Whoa. Wow. Are you an influencer? <laughs> I just work at social media. But until, until, wow. yeah. That's right. <laughs> oh my God. It was pretty, sounded pretty good though. <laughs> like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I've, I've just rebranded my website and it's called X now. <laughs> um, so I'd recommend people check that out. We really, do you know what I'm talking about? It's, it's, it's Twitter. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, <laughs> Twitter rebranded to X. It was a, okay. Um, also. Oh, I missed, sorry. Yeah. I missed the news. That's all good. That's all good. That's why I'm trying to tell people. Um, <laughs> Get it out there. News report with Dylan Harden. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, grab some, grab some tickets to Long Ride Home. Uh, but also you can check out Pop Rocks. Um, that's P-O-P-R-O-X. Ooh, that's pretty funky. We've got a show end of this month, 31st July, 7, 7.30pm. You can get tickets for $15 if you get them quick um, at Whiskey and Wood. Uh, yeah, that's that's where it's at. Um, I'm not interesting enough to follow personally on Instagram. <laughs> That's all good. Thank you, Dylan and Anna, for coming into the show and telling us all about Long Ride Home. Thank you for having us. Cheers, mate. It's been a great chat. All right. (laughs)